Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty predictable. <laughs> can't help it. The button's right here and I want to press it. Tom. <laughs> All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to today's episode of your daily scrum. That guy over there is professional scrum trainer. Let me get my finger right. Todd Miller. I'm Ryan Ripley. Uh, you guys know who we are. So let's just jump into it. Mm -hmm. What's the minimum or what are the minimum and, or is? What is our? Someone help me in the comments. Is or are <laughs> the minimum and maximum scrum team sizes. Go for Todd. <laughs> Should we do? I'm going to let's start with minimum. Uh, so I've actually effectively seen um, scrum teams with two people. Yep. Right. So product owner, developer, dual role it, scrum master, scrum master, developer, dual role it. It's two people. Um, sometimes the daily scrum seems a little bit funky, uh, but um, empirical process control, right? Inspection, adaptation and transparency. Um, I, I've seen it uh, work with with that few people. Right. Um, so I, I, I don't know. It doesn't say scrum guy just has a recommended amount. Um, for maximum, but doesn't say minimum. So I've seen it work with two people. How about you, Ryan? Yeah, I've seen uh, a couple people use Scrum effectively to keep their work visible and transparent and all that good stuff. Um, Scrum Guide does give some guidance here. Small enough to maintain to remain nimble, large enough to complete significant work within a sprint, typically 10 or fewer, which two would be a valid number <laughs> and under this guidance, right? So 10 or fewer. <laughs> Um, I think no, it is no decimals, no decimals, no, ten. if you got a, if you have 9.5 people come and talk to us, something <laughs> yeah, really so bad it's... has happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this is one of those where, uh, teams have to figure out what's, it, this is a Goldilocks problem in my, in my opinion, it's what it's too many, it's too few, it's just right. Um, and teams can experiment with this, right? You know, the, the, the guidance is 10 or fewer. 
So let's talk about the maximum end of the spectrum mm -hmm. here for a minute. Once you get into that 11, 12, 13 people on a scrum team, it becomes really hard to stay coordinated. You start seeing these factions building out and they're kind of working on stuff over here and they're working on stuff over there. And the focus gets a little weird. Sprint goals become a little weird and it just leads to some anti-patterns that may or may not impact your ability to ship. Um, and so that's why they kind of put that in place. But look, if you've got 12 people on your scrum team, everything's going great. Um, you're delivering an increment. You're hitting your sprint goal, right? You're, which means you're delivering the value your customers and your product owner and everyone expects. Uh, it means you're winning. Uh, who are we to tell you that 12 is bad in that case, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also important to notice, too, that that this this language here um, it counts the Scrum Master and the product owner as part of that 10, right? right. So that would be uh, just to, to point that out. Uh, and Ryan, I've seen all the same things that you've seen, right? Uh, you're talking about the factions and uh, just the miscommunication, the, the team's ability to make the sprint backlog transparent, the uh, having a single uplifting goal, the sprint goal that provides focus becomes a challenge. The more people that you have, uh, the more um, you know toes people are stepping on the more you have this lunch crowd versus this lunch crowd, right? And it's yeah. not like a versus thing. It's just a lot of people, a lot of people to communicate with. So, but as you as you said, if you have a scrum team of 16 people and it's working well, don't change it just to change it, right? So yeah, use some empiricism, see what's working, see what isn't, you know? And here's the thing, if you're scrum, again, from the scrum guide direct, if the scrum team becomes too large, consider reorganizing into multiple cohesive scrum teams, each focused on the same product. So there's solutions built in here too. If you got a team of 20 people um, and you see some opportunities where you could break the team up and they would still be cross-functional, which means they wouldn't depend on each other to ship uh, and they could still be self-managing, do that. That's a great adaptation when you learn that perhaps the team is a little too big, right? So don't be afraid to, to try things out. Don't be afraid to... Uh, inspect and adapt on this, but also don't turn this, don't take a legalistic approach here. Just because it says 10 or fewer doesn't mean that 11 can't work. It just means things start getting a little more complex as you move past that 10. Yeah. I like that. I like it. Don't take a legalistic approach. Don't, right? Like we're not trying to be dogmatic about, about that number that's in the scrum guide, right? So absolutely. Let us know in the comments what you think. Do you have a large team? Do you have a small team? Have you ever seen it work with two? Right? We're always curious. Now, one would be weird. <laughs> but uh, maybe it could be done. Hello, product owner. Hello, Scrum Master. Like, kind yeah. of thing. It's like a little, the, the, except Todd, for it, it'd be two little devils on your shoulder. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what should Stop we do? Stop out of trying to code. <laughs> the, the only developer here. <laughs> exactly. Let us know what you think in the comments. Have you tried it with two people? How about you've had it with 20? Let's see what uh, what what's worked for you in your scrum practice. Uh, we'd love to hear your experiences. And who knows, maybe it could turn into a new video uh, on a future show. You know, who knows? Leave your questions. Leave your comments. Keep it up. It's an awesome community. We love seeing it. And let's see a little bit more, right? All right, let's pull up that end screen. Check out the videos below. We think you'll like them. So does the YouTube AI. Check out the socials. We've got a lot going on on Twitter lately. We've kicked up a dust storm out there. Um, like and subscribe so you know when we drop a video. And I think today this video is going to drop on Memorial Day. So we want to take a quick second and thank all the veterans out there, uh, both living and past, who have fought for the freedoms that Todd and I get to enjoy in this country. The fact that we have a, 
uh, a social platform and the freedom of speech and religion and all of our great freedoms in this country is because far too many have have gone forward and given their lives, paid the ultimate price for that. And uh, we just want to make sure we say that we appreciate that. We love all of you out there, the families, the soldiers, and just thank you so much for all that you've done and all that you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I reiterate that. Thank you. All right. We're going to leave it there. Be sure to, to thank a soldier. Um, be sure to have a great, safe um, Memorial Day. And uh, we'll be back on Tuesday uh, with another episode of your Daily Scrum. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.